Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sports Yak Podcast brought to you by Look Trailers. Searching for dedicated people to join their team. They're hiring immediately for skilled positions including welders starting at $21 to $25 per hour. Located only 24 minutes from Goshen, Nine minutes from White Pigeon, Michigan. Visit LookTrailers.com. Look Trailers is an equal opportunity employer. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Jack. Sports Jack. It's Sports Jack. And welcome to episode 316 of the Sports Jack. Oh, you mean the Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, baby, I know who that is. <laughs> Boy, I went down the rabbit hole watching me some Stone Cold biography on A&E, and I got to tell you, he's my all-time favorite wrestler. Now, see, I heard a lot of people looking forward to the Macho Man A&E one. All of them. All of them have been. Uh, I catched, I caught another one, but, I, you know, I, I love The Rock back in the day. I loved me some Hulk Hogan growing up. Mm-hmm. But Stone Cold Steve Austin, when that glass would break and that theme song came on and here he comes. What was it about him that appealed to you? Uh, he just was the perfect villain that you were rooting for. You know, you kind he was a bad man, but you kind of hoped, all right, he's going to turn the corner here. But it just felt like it was him versus everybody else. Right. And just almost like, I'm not reading that script. You know, he's just doing his own thing. Of course, everything is all scripted. Yeah, it's scripted, but he's news. not reading the script. Yeah, I just, I liked him. And uh, rough life, I mean, such a success that everything else fell to the wayside. Family, marriages. He's doing great now. Looks like he's kind of got his uh, his uh, train on the tracks. Uh, he's rebuilding relationships with his daughters. But, uh, man, I loved me some stone-cold Steve Austin back in the day. Mm. Family Broadcasting Corporation. Well, in association with the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Presents Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but... Somehow they meet in the middle. It's on the way! It is! Here's your host, Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here! And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever! Did it throw you, kids? <laughs> Did it throw you that we changed up the open a little bit today? Stone Cold Steve Austin. We won't even let you know what happened behind the scenes to allow that one to happen, but. <laughs> Nice little change of pace there to start the yak on a Friday. Tell me about these billboards I'm seeing around town. I've missed the story on this. Well, actually, they aren't around 
our town. Oh, they're not? So much. Oh, no. I just thought I saw it on the front page of uh, our paper. I just yes. assumed. No, these billboards are being put up in the hometowns of current Notre Dame football players to basically rattle the cages of the colleges that Notre Dame took them from and to help Notre Dame continue with its branding and also its recruiting inroads. Interesting. So, for instance, uh, in St. Louis, there's a billboard that basically says, uh, I'm from St. Louis and I chose Notre Dame. And it's got Kyron Williams' picture up there and also uh, freshman defensive tackle Gabe Rubio. There's, uh, there's another one out in New Jersey that has players from there. Uh, there's one. This one is down in Noblesville, Indiana. It's got a picture of Jack Kaiser. I'm from Indiana, and I chose Notre Dame. Are we in recruiting season right now? You're always in recruiting season Okay. Now when you're a college football program. Okay. There is not a time when recruiting season stops because if it does, you're going to lose recruits. Has this? Uh, have you heard about this happening before? Is this a new idea? This is a new idea. Wow. Which new for Notre Dame or new idea? New idea. I haven't seen anybody else use this. I've either. never heard you tell me this story either anywhere else. So this is brand new, and it will be interesting to see what kind of feedback. Notre Dame gets from the. It's certainly getting itself a lot of national publicity by doing this. And as the late great Frank Sinatra once said, there's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> Story written by Tyler James. By the way, thanks for the tweet follow, Tyler. Well, you're a host of Sports Yak. Why wouldn't you get a tweet <laughs> follow? So mm. I, I just think that that's a very interesting concept that they're doing. It's certainly getting a lot of attention in college football circles. We'll see if other schools do it. Yeah. What shows up in our town? Right. Does Western Michigan put up a billboard with Tyson Lee on it? We'll see. But... Would yeah. it start happening maybe with basketball? You know? Could. I wouldn't be surprised if Purdue bought a billboard to put up Jaden Ivey picture. Yeah. Right there at the linebacker at mm -hmm. Notre Dame. If they can get that one. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little local flavor with a JR. Well, that's that would be Notre Blake Dame. Wesley. But see, the, the question there is, is that advertising dollars that Notre Dame needs to spend here? Mm -hmm. I see what they're trying to do around the country and basically put the brand of Notre Dame football out there. I think as a the layman of the uh, show... If I knew that there's one, if not two, local players, that might spark my interest in going to see Notre Dame play basketball, in all honesty. There's oh, yeah. two local yokels. Oh, believe me, if I'm if I'm in the Notre Dame marketing department and I'm thinking, we need to sell basketball tickets, yes, I'm doing whatever I can with J.R. and Blake. Yeah. Whatever I can. Mm -hmm. Because they haven't had a player from around here since Pete Miller. Mm -hmm. And that's back in the... John McLeod era. Ooh. So. All the notes. Now, it's not all sunshine and roses in the Golden Dome football program right How now. How so? Well, running back Sebo Flemister has been charged with leaving the scene of an accident after a wreck on April 25th. Now, it's a misdemeanor charge, but still, it's, it's a little bit of a black eye for the program. Uh, 
Brian Kelly and his staff, I think, have gonna, done a good job of of tamping down these kind of things. To be honest, uh, brushes with the law kind of were happening quite a bit in the Notre Dame football program in, well, the late 2000s and the early teens. And I think once you saw the the reformation of this program after the 2016 season, these kind of incidents have gone down quite a bit. So this kind of makes a little more news because Flemister leaving the scene of an accident, you know, one of the things Brian Kelly talks about as the traits in his program is accountability. Well, there's no accountability when you're leaving the scene of an accident. So, is this local Chuck, or is he in his hometown, or does it say where he was? Uh, around 3 a.m. April 25th on South Bend Avenue near Corby Boulevard. Oh, wow, here in town. Yeah. Okay. Uh, police arrived to the scene. They found the crash vehicle with no one inside and the keys missing. Oh, boy. But the car is registered Flemister, and police were able to locate him at a friend's house. So... We shall see what comes of it. You're innocent until proven guilty, but it's something that the football team will have to deal with, and perhaps the university as well. And then, Notre Dame lost some depth on its offensive line yesterday when Dylan Gibbons entered into the transfer portal. Now, Gibbons um, probably wasn't going to be a starter this year, but given the fact that linemen get banged up on a regular basis... He likely would have had some pretty decent playing time. A little bit of a next man in. On this team. Be ready to go. And uh, 6'4", 309-pounder out of Madera Beach, Florida. What uh, year? And uh, let's see. Dylan is a, uh, I believe he was going to be a sophomore. Mm. Three-star recruit, played at Clearwater Central Catholic. So, oh, excuse me. No, 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 no. He was not going to be a sophomore. He was a... I believe a red shirt fifth year senior. Mm. So, so when you transfer in your fifth year, what's what's that say to you, Chuck? Well, that that says to me I can probably get a little more playing time somewhere else. I want to play in the NFL. Okay, and there it is. I'm going to have to be behind a bunch of people here, whereas I could play more somewhere else. Okay. But it's still a blow for Notre Dame because he was going to add some depth to that offensive line and cut. Be one of those kind of players that could move around to a variety of positions. Okay. So that's the update on Notre Dame football, even though spring football ended last Saturday. It seems to be that way around this town sometimes. So spring ball ends. Is that the end of spring practice, or is there still stuff happening? No, there's there's nothing happening right now. Okay. Other than conditioning, strength and conditioning goes on. That's a year-round thing. Is that on their own? But that's more... On their own, they've been given a regiment that they should We encourage follow. you to do yes. this. Okay. Yes. When's the next time uh, pads and all that stuff? August. S- oh, August. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Meanwhile, our three regional teams in the NBA, there's only one with a realistic hope of making the playoffs, and that's the Indiana Pacers. And they will be part of this play-in tournament that we've been trying to tell you about with the 7, 8, 9, 10 teams in the Eastern Conference. Pacers are currently ninth. Dysfunctional group. Uh, Nate Bjorkren, the head coach, has had problems getting along with his players and vice versa. You think his time's done? We've said that off, Mike. I do. Okay. Yeah, I just don't think that the organization is going to be putting up with that. Mm -hmm. 
So Karis LeVert, though, uh, in addition to the Pacers, remember he's the guy that had the heart problem that they had that they traded for. They discovered the heart problem. He has improved and scored 31 points with 12 rebounds last night. And the Pacers beat a pretty good Atlanta team, 133-126. So that bolsters their hopes. This play-in tournament begins, well, in less than two weeks. Today's the 7th, and I believe it begins on the 18th. So Pacers, pretty good lock to make that. Bulls, pretty good lock not to make it. They won last night, 120-99. Nikola Vucevic with 29. Pistons won, do you even care, 111-97 over Memphis. <laughs> More emphasis on high school girls' basketball. Uh, a great day for South Bend, Washington the other day. They were named as one of the four teams to play in the Hall of Fame tournament down in Newcastle in December. Remember, the Panthers finished as state runner-up this past year in Class 3A. They will be playing another team called Washington from Washington, Indiana, the Washington Hatchets. And so that'll be in late December down in Newcastle, Indiana. But it's always an honor when you're asked to play in the Hall of Fame Classic. It means that they think you're going to be a pretty good team next year. And anybody who looks at it objectively would tell you that the Panthers, with almost their whole roster returning and a very heralded freshman prospect in Kyra Reynolds, who's already getting D1 offers, they are going to be really good next year and a contender for the state title once again. Hook Trailers is searching for dedicated people to join their team. They're hiring immediately for skilled positions, including welders, starting at $21 to $25 per hour. If you're looking for work in a great atmosphere that's focused on safety, working smart, and bettering the team every day, then Look Trailers is for you. They're located only 24 minutes from Goshen and just 9 minutes from White Pigeon, Michigan. Their family of brands include Look Trailers, Pace American, Cargo Express, and Everlight Trailers. Fly online at looktrailers.com today. Look Trailers is an equal opportunity employer. And then also on the local girls basketball scene, Terry Minix, who has been at Oregon Davis seemingly forever, but only 30 years, has decided to retire. Terry's got grandchildren he wants to spend time with now and do things with. He won two state titles while with the Bobcats. And at this little 1A school down in Hamlet, Indiana, he won 426 career games, 426 and 216, and really built a program out of almost nothing. Now, Oregon Davis had some good boys basketball teams back in the 80s, and um, they actually went to a regional one year. This was when it was still single-class basketball. And it was right when Hoosiers was coming out, and there was a whole ball of wax about that. But the girls' program, Terry kind of built that up from scratch and did a terrific job. 30 years of coaching means he probably coached girls and moms of girls. Could be by now. You know? Yeah. Wow. Got to coach his own daughters, who were good ball players. Too. He posted something that uh, maybe one of the daughters posted. It was a, a wonderful tribute of the retirement. Yes, that was I really nice so too. Yeah. So, congratulations to Terry, and hard to say who will take over that job, but they'll have some huge shoes to fill. I watched a little baseball last night. Who'd you watch? Uh, I thought it was the Cubs. <laughs> You probably watched the game from the night before. I think I did. Two of the doubleheader. Was it a replay? Yeah. 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 I think I wanted to see, uh, wasn't there some news? Is it, am I saying it right? Alave? Adbert Alzale. 
Alzale. Alzale. There's an L in the front there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just see what he had uh, on the mound. He had good stuff the yeah. other night against the Dodgers, and they wind up winning that game in extra innings 6-5. They swept the Dodgers when the Dodgers were throwing Kershaw, Bauer, and Bueller. That's pretty impressive what the Cubs just did there. And they've put themselves back in the conversation in the NL Central. Only two and a half out of first place now. And idle yesterday, so that gives Ian Happ another day to rest. We'll see if he's back in the lineup today as they begin a three-game set against the Pittsburgh Pirates at home. In Chicago? In Chicago. Now the White Sox, Tony La Russa is a little bit of an issue in Chicago right now. How so? Well, they were playing in a game on Wednesday, and Major League Baseball has used this new extra inning rule in the last couple of years where you start the inning with a runner on second base. And typically, it's the spot in the order that made the last out before. But there is an exception to the rule that Major League Baseball wrote that says if that spot is the pitcher, you don't have to run the pitcher there. This is a new rule. Is this like in the last year? Last two years. So this is fresh. This is fresh. And remember, Tony was out of the game for about 10 years. There, there, there it is. There's some evidence right there. Now, you can excuse that if Tony La Russa surrounded himself with coaches who would say, hey, Tony... This is the way to do this. Yeah, heads up. Heads up. This is different than when you were managing. Either Tony has said, I'm Tony La Russa. I'm not listening to any of these coaches. I'm in the Hall of Fame. I know what I'm doing. Or none of the coaches knew the rule either. Ooh. Whatever the case, the White Sox started the inning with Liam Hendricks, their closer, running the bases. And he got to third. They had runners at first and third. They could have tried to execute a double steal when they sent Lurie Garcia running from first. Instead, Hendricks, not an experienced base runner, stayed at third. The Reds threw Garcia out and then struck out Billy Hamilton. Why Billy Hamilton is up there as a hitter, who knows? But as it turns out, the White Sox wind up losing that game one nothing to the Reds. And Tony La Russa had to be told by a sports writer with The Athletic what the rule was after the game in the postgame press conference. I'm wondering if the announcers were kind of playing this all out like, he obviously doesn't know he could have done this. Do you think they... I didn't wa- to that? I didn't watch the game, so I couldn't tell you if the announcers said Boy, anything or not. That'd be interesting to see. But Tony LaRusa is getting a lot of heat, mm. and deservedly so, in Chicago. There's no excuse for a major league manager not knowing the rules. I guarantee you there is somebody in that clubhouse now, as of today... <laughs> That knows that thing front and back. Well, yes, but unfortunately, you've already cost yourself one game by not knowing the rule. No, well, you can't live in the past, Chuck. you got to move forward. Thanks, Tony. Tigers lost last night by a count of 12-9. to 9. They continue to struggle. And then Albert Pujols is released by the Los Angeles Angels in the last year of this $240 million contract that he has. Now, 
There is no question that in the first 10 years of his career, when he was with the Cardinals, Albert Pujols was probably the most feared hitter in the game. Dangerous. You take those first 10 years when he was with the Cardinals and averaging over 40 homers, 120 RBI, batting about 333. I mean, he was a tremendous player. But the physical deterioration had already begun, and that's why St. Louis didn't sign him. The Angels did, hoping that he would help propel that franchise to new heights. He had a couple of good seasons with the Angels, but I don't think anybody believes they got $240 million out of him because, quite frankly, they haven't won anything. Even with Mike Trout and Albert Pujols on the same team, the Angels haven't won. And Albert Pujols currently fifth on the all-time Major League Baseball home run list with 667 round trippers. I've heard that he wants to continue to play. He'd love to get to 700 homers. But, Corey, he is strictly a designated hitter right now. He can't play anywhere in the field anymore. 41 years old. 41 years old. and That's a little on the high end, right? Yeah, that's really on the high end. It would have to be the right franchise. Maybe Kansas City, where he grew up a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know that Tony La Russa needs to take a run at him in Chicago. Uh, there's just limited places where Albert Pujols is really going to fit in and play. Now... It's sad to see him get released in the middle of the year. It would have been nice for the Angels to let him play out the season, maybe talk to him and say, okay, this is going to be your last year, but we'll let you finish it out. But the Angels probably sit and say, look, we can we can contend in this division, but we can't just have him riding the bench, taking up a spot somebody else can use. The athletic headline, Angels split with Albert Pujols, Awkward, uncomfortable, and necessary. I I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So you you rarely, if ever, see one of the greats of the game go out this way. And it it's in, ironic that it happens on Willie Mays' ninetieth birthday yesterday. Uh, Willie Mays, one of the greatest players of all time, that Pujols had recently passed on the all time home run list. Willie number six all time with 660 home runs. But people, unfortunately, there are people that remember Willie Mays for the last two years that he played with the Mets where his skills had greatly diminished. And you just hope that they don't remember Albert Pujols the same way for the last couple of years that he played with the Angels when his skills had greatly diminished. That's a bummer in the humor, human condition when we remember, like, the very last thing as opposed to the body of work. Right. A name that popped up in my head? Michael Jackson. Sure. You think of the, the damage at the end as opposed to... Or Ali. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ali, not nearly the fighter at the end of his career that he was in his prime. Yeah. Meanwhile, the South Bend Cubs lose last night by a count of 9-8. That is their first loss of the season. They are now 2-1. and one. They will finish out the homestand with games this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against Quad Cities. And Notre Dame baseball with a huge ACC series this weekend as they take on number 13 Florida State at Frank X Stadium. The Irish, of course, ranked number 2. 
D1 Baseball is a website that does... You've heard of bracketology, right? Yes. For college basketball? Yes. They do something similar with baseball. Okay. And they put together predictions. And right now they have Notre Dame playing host to a regional here in South Bend. And the teams that they predict coming to that regional, it would truly be a regional. They have Indiana, Indiana State, and Central Michigan coming to South Bend to play in a four-team regional against the Irish. Mm. That would be fun. And my hope would be by that time... We could see it. We could actually (laughs) attend in person. (sighs) Still not there, according to the university. According to the university. Now, the, the other option because I believe Four Winds Field is open during the time of the NCAA regionals, would be to move it at Four Winds Field, where they obviously have been hosting games with fans. Okay. Keep an eye on that. And speaking of baseball, high school baseball yesterday, Henry Singer of Marion throws a no-hitter against Riley, 5-1 the final. So Marion having a pretty good week. They got win number 100 for their head coach, Joe Turnock, the other day, and then Singer fires a no-hitter this week. The NIC race got crimped a little bit yesterday as Elkhart knocked off John Glenn 2-0. Sam Russo, who had been playing JV, throws a complete game three-hitter against the Falcons and stymies them. So Glenn now falls a little bit below the pack where St. Joe, Penn, and New Prairie all have one loss in that NIC baseball race, and Glenn now has two. And Westview has a young man by the name of Dakota Sherrick. He fanned 14 in one hitter as the Warriors blank Prairie Heights 4-0. Our listener out Westview way, Ryan, wants me to mention the Westview softball team having a terrific year. They have a young pitcher. Well, she's not young anymore, but they have a pitcher by the name of Alexis Antal, who is number two in the state in strikeouts. She has fanned 157 batters so far this season. And the Warriors won the Northeast Corner Conference Softball Tournament. Okay. So, Ryan, there's some love for your Westview softball team. (laughs) Enjoy. Look Trailers is searching for dedicated people to join their team. They're hiring immediately for skilled positions, including welders, starting at $21 to $25 per hour. If you're looking for work in a great atmosphere that's focused on safety, working smart, and bettering the team every day, then Look Trailers is for you. They're located only 24 minutes from Goshen and just nine minutes from White Pigeon, Michigan. Their family of brands include Look Trailers, Pace American, Cargo Express, and Everlight Trailers. Fly online at looktrailers.com today. Look Trailers is an equal opportunity employer. And now it's time to play America's Fastest Growing Quiz Sensation. (laughs) Which one's that, Chuck? It's a little game that I like to call, and so I do, Mariner or Olympian. Mm. You may recall we debuted this on the Wednesday episode, and I know at least one person played at home. Well, I know at least two people played at home. So, So the origin of this is the fact that you and I know nothing about the Seattle Mariners. And the fact that the Olympics start in Tokyo in July, and you need to get to know your Olympic athletes. But I don't want you confused thinking your Olympic athletes play for the Seattle Mariners. Pardon my ignorance. Was that supposed to happen last summer? Yes. My son has a, uh, his mom got him a great Nike shirt, and the swoosh is gold, but the circle around it is all the flags around the world. Mm-hmm. It's a nice shirt, but it says 20 on it. Yeah, 20. So here's 20. hoping she got it for a buck. Maybe she did. <laughs> All right, we will see how you do here. 
Are you ready? I think I was one for six. Yeah, it last didn't episode. go well one for you for last six. time. But I will not be using Google. There's room for improvement, and I believe you will. I will keep my eyes on the host. Let's start with Colin Duffy. Oh, Colin Duffy, obviously a Seattle Mariner. He's a climber on the U.S. Olympic team. A climber? That's a, a sport? Rock climbing is apparently an Olympic sport. One wrong. That is incorrect one. Let's go with Will Vest. Will Vest. He is a an Olympic athlete. He is a Seattle Mariner pitcher. Will Vest. <laughs> Will I'm Vest. getting no read on my friend's face. I'm glad I can help so much. As we move through this contest. Let's go with Sam Haggerty. Sam Haggerty. Is there a Y at the end of Haggerty? Yes, there is. He's a Mariner. Yes, he is. He's an outfielder <laughs> on the Seattle Mariners. Congratulations right. on that one. Let's go with David Hughes. David Hughes, of course. He is a Olympic athlete. Sailing team for the U.S. Olympic team. <laughs> David Hughes will be out there sailing. Takes you away from where you're going. Two and two. Taylor Trammell. Ooh, wow. That sounds like... A Seattle Mariner baseball player's name? He is an outfielder. He is a Seattle Mariner. <laughs> and finally. I got three right. Yeah, finally. Okay. Nick Itkin. Ooh, Nick Itkin. He sounds like an Olympic athlete. He's a member of the Notre Dame fencing team, and he will be participating in the Olympics which you can see on NBC in July. I told you you would improve four. Four out of six today on Mariner Mariner or Olympian. Olympian. (laughs) I hope there's an echo effect that you put in there for that when we do the editing (laughs) because it really deserves it. I don't want that to take the place of our other or game. Underrated or overrated. It's a benchmark. They call that in the industry, Chuck, a benchmark. I have one. You have one. Fire away. Uh, I'm going to go at the end where we start at the beginning. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Overrated or underrated? I don't think that you can say that he's underrated. He basically carried the WCW for a long time. WWF. Well, didn't he start in the WCW? It, it was a very brief pre-Stone Cold character. It, it was nothing to, to oh, write home about. Okay. Yeah. Eric Bischoff fired him. Really? Mm-hmm. Fired him? Yeah. Your services are no longer needed in the WCW. Well, that might have been Bischoff's biggest blunder mm-hmm. in the WCW because he went into the WWE at a time where Hogan Starr was fading. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a lull. Yeah. And he kind of, I think, resuscitated oh, that organization. Absolutely. So I I don't see where you could say he's underrated. I'd say right down the middle for him. Horrible movie actor. He tr- he tried <laughs> his hand. Th- those were horrible. Yeah. He's he's no rock. Um, and would admit it, I think. Yeah. I will go slightly overrated. Slightly, yeah. Even though he's my favorite of all time, slightly. Um, just one shtick. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it, there wasn't. Uh, not that I'm looking for the many different faces on a wrestler, but he just, you know. But he did what he did really well. But well, slightly overrated. Whereas The Rock, I think, was able to go from heel to hero to heel to hero. Oh yeah, oh yeah, which showed off his quality acting chops. It did. Yes, and he's done quite well for himself. Uh, I'm going to come back at you with a non-athlete. Okay. This is Mr. Matt Damon. Mm. Love me the Born Identity movies. Yes. Loved The Martian. Um, and my wife loves me, her some Matt Damon. Oh, I'm sure she does. Down the middle. A lot of people say he's easy on the eyes. Some women might even say he's dreamy. I'm going to um, go down the middle with that guy. I'm going to go underrated. I just don't think that he gets an... I mean, you just listed a ton of good box office movies that he's in. So I've gone with underrated. You've gone with down the middle. There's Matt Damon. Boy, that'll be an editing uh, <laughs> showcase for you today to s- show your skills. You don't like that big old thick uh, about 38 seconds of nothing uh, in the middle there? Yeah. <laughs> We try not to give you nothing on this show. We try to give you something, mm-hmm. and that's why we're at episode 316 now. You're on Twitter, aren't you? I am. At My name is Corey, but I love following me some Chuck at 46 Sports. High quality. High quality. You should win an award. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Ooga Luga Stone Cold Steve Austin, because that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold We've had some fun, yeah, the show is done. Now we gotta run. It's Sport Check, Sport Check. Sport Check is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. We done. Sport Check Podcast brought to you by Look Trailers, searching for dedicated people to join their team. They're hiring immediately for skilled positions, including welders, starting at $21 to $25 per hour. Located only 24 minutes from Goshen. Nine minutes from White Pigeon, Michigan. Visit LookTrailers.com. Look Trailers is an equal opportunity employer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.